Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and whew, it has been a crazy week in Top Shot. So much to talk about. We've got Bach joining us as well tonight, along with, of course, as always, my co-founder, Mr. Justin Herzig. Justin, a lot going on, my friend. It is. You said episode 31, but when we did uh, Monday night, it was episode oh. 29. What happened to 30? What happened to 30? 30 happened impromptu <laughs> last night at about, it was midnight, I think. Quick 20-minute podcast. We had some some breaking news that we feel that we have discovered here. We're going to walk you through all of that tonight, and it is very much overlapping with some NBA DFS stuff. And whenever we're talking NBA DFS, we, of course, need our two-time live slash virtual live finalist, Bach, what's going on, my friend? It's good to be back talking, you know, top shot for one of the live finals. They did a physical card break and like, I'm just sitting here thinking, what is this and why is it so inefficient? Why does it take so long? So happy that we get to open a pack tonight and, you know, give out some, some beat the bot tickets and uh, do it all in real time. How'd that break end up going? Did you, uh, was it Cairo? Was it? Uh, I, I got a couple. No, it was last year. So I got a couple Zion Williamsons, and ooh. they are worth precisely who the heck could ever know because <laughs> there's no way to tell. Oh, Love all that. right. So let me uh, let me set the stage here quickly, and then we'll jump right into it. So first off, if you're watching the show, go ahead. Please like the stream. Thank you in advance. We appreciate that very much. If you're listening to this after fact, and you would like to leave us a five star review in the Apple Podcast Store. We would also very much appreciate that. And we've got a great agenda tonight. So we are going to talk through this finals showcase tournament and the the Easter egg hunt that the OTM team has been on. We're going to talk through the challenges and look at the most recent challenge analysis. We're also going to talk about this upcoming legendary LeBron auction. And then we are going to open up a pack and see if we can get some revenge on the bots after losing to the bots last Those week. Those bots. No rap this week, but we are going to beat the bots. I think we are due at this point. All right, let's start off with last night at about, at actually at exactly 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Well, actually, I think we should back up even more from this and we should take a look at at the office hours, because I think we need to to take this full circle here, Justin. So in the office hours, we saw a line here from our friend Jake and Bake that there's a possibility that there will be hidden Easter eggs in the future. The team hinted that devs may have already implemented one or two already. And so we heard from a friend in the Discord. Justin, would you like to tell the people what happened from there? Yeah. So um for those of people who you know heard it last night, I won't go into too much detail. You can catch the full story from the episode 30 show. But at a high level, uh, our friend Moment Nerd in the OTM community and Mission Control Center reached out. And uh, he's kind of a techie. And he was just kind of flipping through, looking through different APIs, realized some flags there. That led him to kind of look for the tournament page. He found the tournament page that traditionally would have a 404 error and say nothing else. But this one, when it had a 404 error, it also specifically said, um, and I forgot the language right now, um, is it this is a feature, an incorporated feature? Yeah. Um, I, 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 can, I can pull it up here. So yeah, if you go to nbatopshot.com slash tournaments, 
you'll see uh, this page cannot be found, but then it says this is an experimental feature. So if you go to any fake page, here's what it says. It says the air ball, the page you're looking for can't be found. So this is not the typical error page. And then what was found from there is that if you go in here and we can just type in, I guess let's type in tournament. And here is where, uh, what's the best thing that we could search for here? Unique. Unique is what I was using earlier. Okay. Because it's yeah. select five unique Here players. we go. So you go within the page and here you see what we ended up tweeting out where it says, create a showcase with five unique players who you predict will score the most fantasy points, yada, 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 and has all of that details here. So, hey, all we're saying is that we found this, <laughs> or this was found by someone in the community the same day that the team implied that Easter eggs were being hidden. So, right. So one of two things is happening legit. here. Either the devs are just playing a trick on people and saying that there's Easter eggs and then they want people to find these Easter eggs and then they're just going to completely make them dissatisfied and pissed off when we get to it in the future and this new innovative feature is not actually there. Or they're pretty excited about this feature and they don't want to officially announce it because they know if they officially announce it, it's going to lead to some impacts in the marketplace and we're still you know, about two months away from probably the finals actually starting. Uh, so instead, they make it kind of a game-like feature. It's a fun thing for the devs to hide it. It's a fun thing for the community to find it. And the big thing is, now that we found it, we got to figure out what do we do about it. Yep. Yeah. So Bach, this is very much an overlap, I would say, with with DFS. We know that you're always in the NBA DFS street. So what was your first thought when you heard about this? Yeah, I think you know. I saw the. I saw the the text from Justin, the message in the MCC, and immediately it was like, got to go buy players that everyone's going to want. And, you know, we started to kind of snap reaction. I and Justin talked through it last night of, you know, who are the guys that everyone's going to want? The Nets are obviously one of them. But, you know, today we went in and did some analysis, and I'm just going to kind of pop it up on my a screen here to kind of walk the OTM community through this, um, you know, but actually diving in a little bit more. So I think last night we were saying, hey, we want the Nets, right? Um, but you know, today we went in and, and did a little bit more detailed analysis to say, okay, but but really, who are the players we want? And so, without getting kind of too into it, you know, basically what we've got here is a DFS tournament of people who are going to make the finals. And if you've been in the MCC, you know, we've been talking a lot of underdog best ball, which is kind of a similar concept, trying to predict who's going to make the finals. This is a, a similar thing. And so, you know, we've got all the players here, and we've got their teams' odds to make the final in this column. And then we've got fantasy points per game based on the scoring that Underdog put out. And it's relatively easy to see here. You know, you've got you've got a bunch of guys. The three nets are way at the top with a projected finals value. Now, we just used like a five and a half game median, but it doesn't really matter what number of games you project. It's going to scale exactly the same for all of these players. And you can see right right off the bat, like Harden, Durant, and Kyrie are the three guys who, you know, almost – you know, almost double, in some cases, double everyone else uh, because they're just such a high likelihood to make the finals. And when you think about, you know, how we can get ahead of that from a, um, how we can get ahead of that from a, you know, top shot perspective, we pulled in here kind of the floor price. This was as of like 6.15 today and the 24-hour change. So you can see the OTM community and those who were kind of tailing us already are seeing the opportunity to get a bunch of Hardens, a bunch of Kyries, a bunch of Durants, knowing that being ahead of this news is going to lead to um, you know opportunity for us to potentially you know 
have players and have moments that are in demand for this top shot tournament. Right. And let's touch on that. We'll take this, you know, take it up a little 10,000 foot view just to kind of give a little more thought into why this matters. And uh, I mean, Corey is completely right. Like Corey says, hey, if you've got all the seeing stars, you're pretty much already good because that's the majority of kind of the studs. The finals will probably be comprised there. Maybe you need to buy one or two. And that's very true. Uh, but what I'm really thinking about is, okay, yes, you want to make sure you have your one of each player so you can compete in this finals. But there's also an opportunity, just like as TJ has been talking about in the challenges, maybe you are able to get in ahead of the curve. And then when we get near the finals and there's an increased demand for these players, maybe you have the opportunity to kind of take some of those moments and flip them. And the big thing here, so what we try to try to figure out is, okay, well, what is this going to look like when we're kind of, um, you know, actually in the finals? Well, well, recent pack drop, we had 270,000 people. Um, if we think about how many are like truly active, I think it's fair to say that, you know, 100,000 plus are still like very active. And so how many are going to be playing this? I don't know. But I mean, like, it's a very believable argument that it's going to be at least 20, 30, 50,000. And if that's the case, well, not everyone's going to be able to have a moment of a player. And uh, so you're going to have a lot of people near the end are going to try to be buying moments of these players so they can play them in their showcase. But I mean, and the question is, which moments they buy, they'll likely be going for the cheapest moments. And that's where we were specifically looking at the floor price of the slash 35Ks. And one piece of analysis we have not included in this, but we're going to continue to kind of expand on this is, okay, well, how many of those moments are available? Because the James Harden, his floor price is 12, and there's going to be a slash, I think that's a slash 35K. He right. has another slash 35K as well. Now, it's not full circulation out, but you're probably expecting somewhere around like 50,000, 60,000 of those in circulation by the finals. Compare that to the Kyrie, as I mentioned last night, and Kyrie for his cheapest one, there's only the 35K, and I think it's only... And it's still missing 10 or so percent beforehand. Um, so it gets to a place there of, okay, maybe there's a little more value in the Kyrie because as long as you know, we're focused on utility value, we just need to figure out who are those five players we bring in. And if everyone decides they need to have that Kyrie, then there's going to be an increased opportunity there. And uh, so I think over the next two months, like this isn't a, you know, a purely speculative, like guess kind of thing of, oh, I think the next cool cats are going to be these ones. So let me try to get ahead of the game there. This is, well, there's some math behind it and we can get an idea of, you know, as long as you're, you know, you agree that there's going to be this finals competition, there's, you know, tournament, which I feel pretty confident about based off what we've seen. It's then now starting to become a numbers game of, okay, well, what are the odds of different teams to make the playoffs? And uh, those probably won't change that much actually over the next kind of six, eight games that are left in the season. But when we get into playoffs, because then that's the opportunity now. When we get in the playoffs, we're going to continue to update this. If we see that maybe, you know, okay, let's see early on that um, Nets aren't looking too good in one of the early series. Or maybe there's an underdog, a 6-7 seed that might pull off the upset and like we like their opportunity. Maybe it makes sense to kind of get at the head of the game and grab a couple of those players. And uh, that's where like, yes, we can definitely try to, before anyone even starts thinking about it, grab one of each player just to be able to build your own teams. But also when you can start kind of stacking these as opportunity to kind of, hey, maybe we get a nice little flip later on down the road. Yep. And yeah. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of chatter in the chat that I think is super accurate is just around, you know, everyone's going to have the same players in their showcase. So there going to be a ton of duplicate, 50,000 way tie for the win. And so this is where at the end of the show we were doing last night, the 
the DFS game theory brain started to come into play. Bach, I know this is something that you're always thinking about when it comes to NBA DFS. So how do you how do you respond to the people that are saying, well, yeah, everyone's just going to have the same exact showcase. And how do we then? Obviously, this is far into the future, but we can talk a little bit about that, what that yeah. may look like once the time comes. Yeah, I mean, I, from what we understand right now, and I don't think that we know all the details, but it sounds like you're going to be basically doing kind of game-specific DFS lineups. And that gives a lot of opportunity to differentiate. If you had to do this for one series, right, and it's Brooklyn and the Clippers, you know, I can't imagine a world where I didn't pick Harden, Durant, Irving, Paul George, and, and Kawhi. But if I get to differentiate game by game, in, in a specific game, it's relatively easy to imagine you know, one player like a Blake Griffin maybe outscoring, you know, a Kevin Durant in a game that, that Brooklyn just, you know, blows someone out of the water, right? Um, and so I think, as you called out, like as we get closer to it and the ability to set daily lineups, the game theory comes into play. And, you know, I can't imagine wanting to go into game one with the five best players from the series because, you know, everyone is going to do that. And, you know, similar idea to DFS, as you called out last night differentiating early lets you figure out, hey, am I behind or am I ahead? Um, a lot of it too will depend on the prizes. If you get, you know, if the prize is just for participation, then, or, you know, like a cheap pack for everyone who wins, maybe you just go with the five, the five good guys. But if there's some, if there are prizes, which I think we're kind of assuming there would be, but we don't know that for sure. And if they're relatively differentiated at the top, then you're going to be, want to be super differentiated. And I think that's where, you know, the, the, the three people here have a lot of experience in DFS and thinking about how to differentiate and how to be successful with that. And I will add, like, these are concepts that, like, have taken, honestly, years in the DFS community to really evolve and wrap their head around. So, like, if this sounds a little confusing now and you're just saying, no, I'm just going to play Harden, Durant, Kyrie, LeBron, and AD because, without a doubt, they're going to be the ones who score the most points if it's Lakers versus Nets. I understand that logic, and we can definitely spend some time. We'll probably do some written articles on how, how to help think. Because the thing is, you are correct. That is most likely going to be the result. But the best case scenario, if that does happen, is you tie with everyone else. We want to play for those opportunities when maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe there's an injury. Maybe Rondo just has that really big game or something. Uh, and when, when that He's a Clipper now, but... Yeah, I was going to say he was Lakers with the championship, and now he's Clippers, and we we're talking about the Kawhi and the Paul George one. So instead uh, of messing up but, someone's name this time, you just mess up their team. You know, it's, it's every Wednesday. It's just, it's just another Wednesday, everyone. Rondo just yeah. gets flipped around a championship team to championship contender. Like, come on. <laughs> but uh, no, and this is it. We are going to spend more time on this. We'll figure out the strategy and talk through all that later. We may even, you know, have some uh, daily content or something to make sure that people are kind of, you know, getting ahead of everything. Um, but for now, it's really, hey, take a look at this spreadsheet. We're going to be posting this in the Discord, uh, in, in the OTM Discord. Box is going to continue to keep updating this. Um, and this will be kind of our, our real checklist to make sure that we're staying on top of things for where there's value in these moments. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, uh, I think there's some interesting guys, like I, I called out Chris Paul as like one of the only players on this list and Luca, whose prices have went down. Now, you know, they've got long odds to make the playoffs, but, you know, certainly after, after you know, round one, if, if they win and there's an upset somewhere and you start to feel like, hey, they've got a better shot, right? There's some opportunity. Again, not just now. I think there's opportunity now for sure, but there will continue to be opportunity to get in ahead of stuff. I love this suggestion by Harry. Um, 
My guess is that this is probably going to be fairly simple the way that it's written out now and this being their first time. Um, but as we've also talked about, like the main thing here is the level of innovation, the excitement of going forward. And I think they're going to continue to kind of build around it. Um, and hey, uh, you know, we got some friends over at Dapper. Maybe we'll shoot them a note and say like, hey, maybe you can consider some form of a captain to differentiate. Uh, but to be honest, the, the tech limitations I'm sure are already there. As someone mentioned before, maybe Swish is involved here in kind of supporting and white labeling it in the background or something. We'll see. Um, you know, lots of time. Yep. Love it. I think we're just going to continue to see more and more ways that we can add utility to the moments and some different games within the game, if you will. Speaking of the games within the games, everyone's favorite topic that we always have to discover, discuss on Wednesday is, of course, the challenges. So we've got the Cool Cats 6 Challenge and the Metallic Gold LG LE25 that will be wrapping up tomorrow. And then we also have the Hustle and Show 1 Challenge that's going on now. So, Justin, would we uh, like to talk through what we expect to happen over the next... Let's see how many hours we have left over the next 16 hours in the Cool Cats Challenge to wrap up tomorrow. Yeah, sure thing. Um so I'll just share my entire screen because I'm going to be flipping back and forth between our site and the spreadsheet. But so first, let's take a look. Uh, we'll start with Cool Cat Six. Um, and so if we take a look at the, um, let's see. So where we're right now, um, as we kind of were predicting from early on, is we expected these prices to kind of slowly go down. Uh, that is across the board what we've seen. Uh, nothing significant, just a small amount, and it seems like it's really leveled out around this. And right now, it's at that 158. Uh, I believe our initial estimate for completions was between eight and eleven thousand, um, and I think my uh, so revised estimates there have now moved to let's see, ten to eleven. So we're just getting a bit more specific. The Levine projection has not changed. Um, and the post-challenge post projection, I think the only thing I did is I added an extra dollar for John Collins because uh, I just think he's a little differentiated between those others. But end of the day, that extra dollar doesn't really matter. Um, challenge value here is still not great. But as we've said before, this is the cheapest challenge uh, that we've had yet. Uh, there's still people who like completing them for the cool cat, for the long term, for the chance of the cereal. Um, Makes sense why people are completing it. It's not a you know a huge loss or anything, but it's just the way it is for a challenge like this. Um, any real questions there? Anything else we need to discuss? No, I think it's a pretty pretty straightforward one. I mean, it's it's like you said, it's the cheapest challenge we've had, and I'd say it's also the most straightforward one that we've had. Just given that they're all thirty five k's, don't have any yeah. specific bottleneck. That's kind of the focal point of the collection, and. Yeah, but I mean, we love Zach Levine as a reward, for yeah. sure. But I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm personally have been staying out of this one, and we'll, we'll look to pick up a Levine after the fact on the marketplace. Yeah. yeah, and is this the last of the cool cats that that are going to be released, or is there still one more before the master? No, we still have at least one more. Um, Got it. Yeah. So there was some speculation on what that was going to be. Um, just like just like each time, there's a bunch of ideas that flow out there. Uh, maybe they'll be right. Most times they end up being wrong. Um, I think I saw that Ben Simmons was going to be the next challenge reward, um, unless I'm getting my cues mixed up, but uh, I think so. But we'll see. We'll figure that out when we get there. Okay. Uh, yep. Let's go ben to Metallic Gold. That is correct. 
Uh, for metallic gold, uh, this one's kind of thrown us a little bit for a loop with the primary reason being how many people are looking to complete it. Um, so early projections had this lower just because that people didn't really feel that people were completely excited about Obi and uh, it started off as a just slower trajectory. But if we take a look, look at this incline. Doesn't like really strong and you don't normally see that. Um, but around like what, yesterday morning, people just said, I'm going to start completing this. And uh, so we've seen a strong uptick there in the total completions. The cost and stuff hasn't changed too much. I guess people were just seeing that, hey, it was kind of going down. And um, this is about the same time that that increase in challenge completions went up, which is why these prices as a result have also gone up. Um, now we're seeing it level back off. Um, if we take a look at the updated numbers here, um, the actual challenge value hasn't really changed that much. Uh, the cost to complete is about $200 less than when we started down here. Uh, and the total completions, uh, we have now... Um, moving into around 200 to 220 completions. Completions. If we take a look at the charts down here, we can see we're at that 175, but we've got, what, 2731 that are all five and nine above, um, and then still some others down there. So I think that 200 to 220 is probably our new range, and that, jump, that drops the OB down from an initial estimate of 850 down to 750. Um, as you can see here, our challenge value, we're really just saying, is pretty much break-even. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting after what we saw with the previous MGLE, where the floor was significantly brought down, um, from the end of the challenge. And so right now the cheapest MGLE moments are around 155, I think. Um, and because of what we saw last time, I'm actually estimating that we're going to see five of these moments breaking that current low barrier, just as people who completed this don't really have interest in holding them long-term and are just going to try to sell. And we're just going to see that undercutting drop down. Uh, so there's a chance that this, uh, you know, 1533 actually looks a bit high, like th that number is higher than it actually is, as we see the undercutting and people just trying to liquidate as they go into the new uh, the new uh, packs that are coming out. And rumor is, you know, may even have that in the next couple of days. Um, but overall, I think this is a decent challenge where if you like OB, you want to hold on. If you want the chance in a nice cereal, um, it's not a horrible one to complete. Yeah, and I think, you know, Obi's, Obi's an interesting one because I think the Knicks have a chance to hold on to that four seed, win a playoff series, and, you know, play a bunch of games and throw a bunch of big dunks down in the playoffs. So, you know, he certainly hasn't gotten much run for the Knicks this year, but he's the kind of guy who could make a highlight play that puts him on the map in the playoffs and should have a decent number of opportunities to do that. Nice. Yeah, and it's a pretty nice, pretty nice play, too. You got a little alley-oop and one-hander like that. Yeah. Okay. Not a bad one. Have you have you been going for this one, Justin, or are you sitting this one I'm out? Not. I'm not. No. I um hollows only for you. <laughs> uh I peaked at number three, right? Uh no, I just yeah, ha haven't gone for this. Um haven't really been doing too many of the MGLEs recently. Um because it just hasn't turned I don't know. Yeah. From from Brian, next cool cats is gonna be senior cats, all players over thirty five. This would be Justin's dream. Justin's dream challenge would be all dudes that are over 35 and, and borderline about to retire. Like all the cats that only have like one of their nine lives left. Like that's, <laughs> that's right up my alley. Justin, Justin can't do this MGLE cause he's got to buy all the Horfords after people go to sell them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, um, Al, all right. Al, right. Al Horford. Okay. Okay. 
Let's talk about LeBron. And let's talk about this auction that's coming up because Oh, this is gonna you're gonna hate me on this topic, DJ, but we're gonna have some fun. Oh no. What 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 does that mean? What am I getting myself into here? Oh, kick us off and I'll have some fun. All right. So we have a LeBron James legendary auction that is going to be running starting tomorrow, May 6th through May 20th via House of Kiba. They are putting up a package deal of three legendary LeBron moments. We have the number 26 from the top, which is the Kobe tribute dunk. We got the number 41 Cosmic, which is LeBron's top shot debut. And then we have the Serial 42 Finals legendary. And you let's can check all, out their site here. Before you do that, let's play a game. Um, oh, boy. going to make I me wanna, guess. Well, I was going to have chat too. Oh, we should. <laughs> I don't want to steal club top shot a lot in things, but that'd be a fun one right now. Um, no, well, I, want, I want chat. So I want everyone, and if you're listening to this recorded later on, Put it in the comments, and we'll check back, and we'll include you. But for now, I'd love to just hear, what is your estimate? What do you think this ends up going for? So we had, you know, we asked in um, Twitter. We got a couple responses there, but I want to hear from people here now. Uh, these three moments, what is your guess in the final sale price? And, uh, well, let's, let's, uh, give yeah. them a, let's give them maybe 10, 15 seconds because I know there's the lag. And then TJ Bach, I'd love to hear yours, and I'll give mine too. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm doing some some back of the napkin. So let, let me. Yeah. Go I'll pull. Up, I'll pull up the site here for people that want a little bit of a reference point, right? So we've got the. No. You know, they're, I mean, they're basically all listed for 100k. Man, you, you almost can't really learn much from this. Well, well, no, no, because one of them, seventy-seven thousand, is the finals one. Yep. And then one is the cosmic ones from the top. Um, yep. And. Uh, I believe the, from the top there is two, there are two available for 250k, and there was yeah. a sale for 208k. That cosmic, yeah. there are none available. Yep. All right. And so they, I'm they've the got their little story here too, around you know why each oh, of the serials is meaningful. Oh, that's what I'm going to go into. Yeah, just. Oh, okay. Went, I was about to they say went, that they went, they went full, full Herzig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. But let's take a look. So we got 672 from James Kennedy. We got 1.1 mil, 825K, 1 mil, 1.2, 1.5, 500, 275, 275 is low. 750, 1.5. 1.5 feels high, but oof, that'd be nice. 600, 432, 2. Damn, Ty. I'll take some more of your drinking. Um, <laughs> 900, 575, 750. I mean, and, and then like here, KK just says Cosmic will be 1.5 million. Without a doubt, Cosmic is going to be the driver of this. So what do you guys think? Any guesses? I think I think right around a million is where I'm at. I think it might get to a million. I think people are going to... I think it's not just about the moment value. I think people are going to want to be the person to win the auction. So I think that would drive up the prices a bit. But I could be wrong. So, Have we seen someone's a big... going to bid against Dingling? Yeah, right. Yeah, like is Dingling going to get involved here? And if Dingling gets involved here and there's just a bidding war, I mean, who but knows? You need someone else to be involved with Dingling. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Bach? I, I mean, I was going to go over. I was going to go like 1.3. I think that the Cosmic, like the Cosmic and the Kobe Tribute together, right, are just so. I mean, obviously, you can buy the Kobe Tribute today for 250 and no one is. Um, which means that we got to value the cosmic there about 800,000. 
it's probably a bit high, but I think the novelty of it, the fact to get them all three together, like, I, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Justin's about to say it's going to be like 500K or something. Not that what low, but definitely a lot lower than what you guys had. Um, what are you thinking? So, I mean, as you said, like 70, get rid of the serial. Okay, actually, yeah, we'll do the numerology first. This is not my words. This is House of This is the ones who are putting the auction up. It's no surprise that they obviously are finding some fun stories. Let's go with number 26. Number 26 is Kobe and his daughter. His daughter's jersey was number two. Kobe's was 24. Obviously, they were both unfortunately passed in the helicopter accident, and that equals 26. Also, two plus six equals eight. Kobe's original jersey number. For the Cosmic, number 41. Kobe was 41 years old when LeBron slammed this savage one-handed dunk. It was two days later at the very, the very next Lakers home game. LeBron and Kobe were seen on the sideline laughing together. And finals, number 42. Uh, when you swip, when you swap 42, you get 24, which was Kobe's final jersey worn. And if you take the four and you multiply it by two, you have Kobe's original number eight. They did a number to get those numbers. Love it. Love it. They're, they're, they're better at this numerology than you are. <laughs> Justin's proud. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm something. I, I feel something about it. I'm not exactly sure what, but uh, I love yeah. the creativity. Hey, if you're putting up an auction, you got you to gotta give the buyer something. And, yeah, uh, you got to make yeah. it fun. Exactly. Okay, so I think the, from the top, uh, if no one's buying it at 250 it means it's probably worth around 225 I think if no one's buying the $77,000 finals, Probably, and there were two previous sales around it, so I think you could say around sixty for that. So that's putting it us at around three hundred. Cosmic, three to three hundred, maybe three to four hundred. Like it's someone's got to buy it, and uh, this might be the only chance. So it's high, but like my initial range was something around like six hundred, six hundred to seven hundred. Um, yeah, it's hard to know with that cosmic. All you need is, I guess, two people who really want a cosmic, and this might be their only chance to get a cosmic. Yeah, I mean, nobody's willing to sell at two fifty right now. So you think that you know somebody's going to be willing to sell at like three, three fifty? And I guess they, that's kind of out of their hands at this point. They're putting it out there into the auction house, but I just find it a little bit hard to believe it's that low. And it's not. I mean, it's. It, you need the thing is, and you need two buyers. Normally, if you put it on the and you put it on the site, you just need one buyer to make that. Here, yeah. you're going to need two people to really carry it up. And uh, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, it'll it'll be very interesting. But uh, if it goes above seven hundred, like I mean, I think it'll be a smashing success. Uh, if it ends up at six hundred, I think the seller is still probably going to be kind of happy. Just you know, getting that cash. It sounds like they're actually putting it into like a VR company. Yeah, um, yeah, they're using the cash to to start their company, which is yeah. cool. But I I hope I hope it breaks you know I hope it breaks a million. I hope we, you know we get a bidding war. I hope uh, this ends up being like just a, a really big positive for the industry. But uh, I'll be watching. Will definitely be interesting. It'll be it'll be going on for two weeks. So we'll keep the people posted as that goes along. I believe next Monday we will have a cosmic uh, LeBron owner on stream. So we'll have to ask him what he thinks. Um, yes, that's a good, great point. We will definitely have to ask him his thoughts. Not many, not many LeBron cosmic owners out there in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Does he have two? I don't know. We'll see. I got to look that up. 
He might. He might. We'll check him out. Okay. What now? Anything else, guys? That was the the main topics that we wanted to cover on the agenda. I mean, the other things just obviously there was an there's been two pre registration packs already this week. So there was the one that we were able to sign up for yesterday that'll be distributed sometime Thursday or Friday this week. And then there was another one that we were able to sign up for today that is not going to be distributed for or, or you have a whole week to sign up for the second one, actually. So definitely can tell that two things in the office hours previously the dapper team had said that their goal was to have pre-registration packs every single week seems like they're they're already making do on on that idea which is great to see and then b gets closer and closer to that you know utopia state that has always been discussed that you can get a pack whenever you want this isn't obviously open packs in the marketplace but seems like anyone that wants to get a pack any given week is going to be able to do so I think that's also a great experience for for getting new users on board. Are you able to sign up for an account, reserve a pack, get your first pack, open it, and then uh, take off from there? So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on on the packs coming out, the pre-registrations on this continuing to be a thing. How do we think that affects the overall market, the EV? And then we know that we have the Throwdowns pack drop that may be coming this week, maybe next week, but very soon. And that throwdowns one is probably the more interesting one to talk about and the amount of moments that are involved in it. Uh, 51. Um, that's going to have a massive impact on the marketplace, I think, uh, from a short-term stance. And uh, we'll, we'll monitor it. We'll see. Um, you know, we've seen opportunities for when packs come out to, uh, as people kind of allocate funds, other moments end up becoming good values. And it's a good time to decide to, you know, Hey, scoop up some of those S1s or scoop up some of those kind of more rare or hollow moments uh, that you see that are dipping. Um, and then I think as these challenges really become, because I think there are going to be six challenges to go with this throwdown set. Um, and so we'll keep an eye kind of on those challenges, but it'll be fun to, uh, you know, continue to keep some content going around that, keep a discussion. And uh, I'm hoping these are all just awesome moments. Throwdown meaning like, you know, these are just going to be like, big slam dunk plays like you know the players are all kind of the more um you know, energetic exciting you got some strong players in there um i'm excited for this set i haven't That's actually i haven't actually looked we have our my juan toscano anderson moment on there oh, i have not dunk. looked that hard no um, i don't know i don't know we'll see huh. right, i'll get excited i'll hope I'll, I'll be hopeful it really should just be an entire set of Miles Bridges, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be coming soon. And, you know, we'll, we'll also, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of requirement again for the rare drop. So for people out there that collector's score, collectors, oh, yeah, that's right, the new collector score. So that was the other th- news from Office Hours is that we don't know any of the details yet as to how this collector score is going to be made up. But we do know that there is some sort of metric that the Dapper team is, is working on called the collector score that will then be used to determine eligibility for rare and legendary pack drops in the future. Bachman, who were you looking for again? Juan Toscano Anderson. I don't think he's in there. I'll, think... I'll wait another day. Yeah. We'll keep watching. Maybe, maybe I just read over quickly. Um, but yeah, and then the rest of the pack drop stuff, like, uh, you know, I'm in, I get my moments, uh, if they're moments that you don't love, then call them tickets and they're trade in tickets. And, uh, you know, those are going to be valuable eventually. Um, so that's why it's just a, Hey, you know, 
get them, you hold on, and uh, you see what they you see what comes of it later on. And those are just fun to open packs. Oh, it is fun to open packs. Should we open a pack? Oh, I think we can. Who's who? Who's going to open the packs tonight? Let's see. I definitely can. Um, we already opened yeah. your. Oh yeah. How'd your? Uh, I don't watch the stream. How did? How'd your? Uh, oh, it was a great pack. Ooh, tell me about it. And I'll. It was I'll, a I'll great pack. Hold on. Let me go back so I can remember who I had. It was a really. It was a really great pack. So I got. Hold on. I thought that I could just go to my most recent moments, but I've just got a bunch of Kyrie Irving's and James Harden's. Okay. <laughs> so I picked up. Well, I did pick up a James Harden in the pack. I picked okay. up an RJ Hampton, so three three badges on him. I mm-hmm. picked up a Peyton Pritchard, so two badges Ooh, on two him. Badges. And then Rudy Gobert was my hustle and show. And then the top shot legend himself, Harrison Barnes, rounded out the pack. I mean, that was a pretty strong. That's not bad. It was pretty That's strong. Not bad. Well, a lot of badges, a James Harden, Harrison Barnes. We may need to get Harrison to autograph that for us. We'll see. We need Harrison. On the podcast one day. It'll happen. Okay. For now, I am going to I'm running out of packs, you know? I'm just we've just been donating too much to these bots. And uh I wanna I wanna th- tell a little story first because people remember gotta love Mikey, right? I mean, really, gotta hate Mikey. Like obviously a bot. Yeah, it's a human. He obviously uses a bot. His, we looked up, we did a little research on him afterwards, and he was on the you know, live token getting the 31 second deals, like breaking all the records all over the place. And then he sends us a DM and he's like, Hey, why are you blowing up my spot? All this over $6? And like, well, yeah, your bot got caught over $6. I'm sorry, but like, you're a bot. And we got to beat those bots. Got to beat the bots. Okay. We're going to beat the boss tonight. I'm we'll feeling that. All right. I love it. Are we ready? Let's do it. Are you sure we don't have like any kind of new rap or anything? Or maybe even an older one, Teej? Like, is it queued up? Like, we can't do it again. Coop's going to get mad about the copywriting thing. We can't just play other people's songs. It's like not allowed. Yeah, we, need our own, we need our own music. We'll work that out. All right. Let's open this back. Series two, release twenty nine. Here we go. We're gonna go backwards. Let's start it off with a number three. Ooh, strong cereal, eighteen thirty six. Oh, rookie. We got the Okoro two badger. Like that. Oh, in your face, just oh, love, love it. That. Yeah, two hand throwdown. Hi. Take those badges. I don't Anything with a badge is just, it literally does pump me up whenever I pull a badge. I'm like, let's go. And like, I don't know if you know, but like 1836 was a historical year. Stuff oh, happened God. that year. Okay. Number two. Oh, that's a high number. Three, four. Okay. Strong player though, Donovan Mitchell. Bachman, what is going on with Donovan Mitchell? Are we going to see him in the playoffs healthy? What's the yeah, situation? I, th- I think so. We, we wrote it up a little in the weekly recap article. He's still out with an ankle right now, but no one's acting like he won't be kind of back in it, you know, basically full strength for the first round. So, All right. He's going to be a sneaky one for the final showdown because, uh, you know, if the Jazz make it, like, 
that's just, I mean, he, he's going to be their leading fantasy point scorer without a doubt. And they, their odds probably aren't that bad being the one seed. Well, one yeah. seed, I guess, depending on what's going on. Okay. Finishing strong. Here we go. Number two, five, zero, eight, zero. Isaiah. Stewart. He's okay. Yeah, he's been, he's been a lot of fun the past couple of weeks. Uh, he's going to be a good defender for a real long time. Sorry, he's been fun watching his defense? Yeah, yeah that's right. Some of us are grinding the tape over here, Justin. That's why we've got Bachman. So we did not get our triple badge like we did with my last pack. Hell of a job with that one. But we did get two two badges. Yes, we did. Yeah. Now, Bachman, you get to choose. Which one are we going to beat the bots with? Oh, man. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, I was just talking about my boy Isaiah Stewart. I think we got to do it, right? Oh, let's do it. it. Those bots love those badges. Okay, so we are going to be doing. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it can't be Cora when I've got my calves up there. Isaiah Stewart. Okay. Are the people ready, though? Do we need to get them? 25080. 25080 slash 35K. Isaiah Stewart. Get that rookie. Come on, OTM. I have Come faith on, we in you. We gotta beat the bots here. I have faith in you. We're gonna make this work. We are putting it for one dollar. It is our time here. Yes, we know it is lower than the lowest ask. We know we are triggering all of the algorithms. We are triggering the bots. They are smelling blood. It is in the metaphorical water. You ready, TJ? Ready, Bob? The, the metaversical water? There it is. I like that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Maybe the, water I the, the, the water that the Zed horses drink? Yeah. And the me bits just kind of wander around and probably just like fall in. Okay. We're done. I'm getting a horse on Friday, by the way. But we'll talk we about talk that about after that? we beat the bots. We'll be, yeah. Let's talk about that after we beat the bots. Okay. Because I'm going to need some help like figuring out how to make sure I don't just, you know, spend a bunch of gas. Agreed. Did they say because they said they were fixing that? They said that they were, uh, you know, there was going to be a better process. I haven't looked into it. I have my MetaMask wallet, but like, I, I don't know. Refresh I'm still people. I'm still flustered from uh, that pranky box experience and just never had a chance. All right, let's hope the people are ready. Uh, it's still owned by me. Corey, Corey says, I'm, Corey says I'm not even going to try. Corey, <laughs> but you could have been the one, Corey. Corey, if this goes to a bot, I'm blaming you. Oh, golly. Oh, I, no. It's going to be, someone says it's going to be God love Mikey. It, there's no chance. I mean, there's definitely a chance because it's a bot, but we can't. And it was we, gone. Everyone says it's gone instantly. Of course it is. Because one of you got it, not Corey, because you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Corey. That is true. Oh, okay. I'm feeling it. I think we're about like two refreshes away. Let's see. Is it one more refresh? Oh, okay. I'm going to pause so my prediction is correct. I said two refreshes. Let's go. Is this it? 
No, it's still me. Okay. There might be another refresh. What is chat? How, how, how tilting are we? I know it's gone. Paid and pending. KK, you think you got it? I think KK might have a chance. Come on, KK. Oh, it's failed. Damn. No. Still. Still in me. Nobody wants it. Not KK. I know it's gone, Elvis. David, you failed. <laughs> I know you all failed. One of you, Come one on. of you has to Someone. be successful. Let's go. One time. And AFC Jazz. I've not seen that name before. Let's take a look at their account. Is there an AFC Jazz? Okay. They had a certified baller showcase. That's a decent sign. I don't know what to say. The bots have gotten pretty good at making their, like, Accounts look legit. Joined in January, so it's not like someone who's gotten caught. So either we got an old bot, or I think we might have beat the bots. I'm thinking. We may have uh, beat the bots. All right, let's see. Um, how do we chat? Yeah, I think you can, uh, is there a way to, can we like go to, what is it, Live Token has some form where you can check like their history or something. Come on, four people. moments is pretty good. That's not bad, right? Because usually if it's like a true bot, they don't want to take a risk and hold in that many moments. They've also um, completed five challenges, which to me is a pretty, pretty obvious sign that they're not a bot. Okay. They're, they're going for the cool cats. I oh, like yeah. that. Good pickup bot. Okay. It may not be someone here, but uh, all right. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just look, look. Let's see. How do we do this? I'm going to go to Live Token. We can find it on Live Token, yeah. So if I go search, nah. People got to help me out here. Show advanced search, nah. There's got to be a way to, is chat helping Let's us? See. How do we search for individuals? I'm here? sure they will help you in a second. Yeah. I'll admit, I'm not usually on Live Token. I'm not usually trying to get the uh, the steals. I instead just like to hear everyone else's frustrations. Cool. Okay, go to tools. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay, account lookup. AFC Jazz. Uh, is there a way to see their fast fingers or anything? Um, and they're paying over market value for, for some stuff, it looks like. Yeah. Go right at it. But that was, yeah. Yeah. I think it's legit. I think you picked looks up legit. the big one. Yeah, I think the most more, most of anything is what uh, Bachman said with regards to, um, <laughs> no, put in your own name next to account. I don't know. Let's put in mine just for fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you completed those challenges, you're either doing a great job at hiding your bot activity and not getting caught because you've been around for a while. Um, all I know is I would not be doing well with the fast fingers if that's a legit <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be one of the slowest. I don't know what to look at. Maybe there's some exciting things here. I'll check it out later. Um, I personally usually like to use OTM NFT to check my account valuation. It's just a little cleaner. There's a you know, few more tools and stuff that I can use. Nice little sorting, some access aspects. Um, can Exports. See you can export your entire account now, Justin. Did you know that? I can. Oh, let me right see into that. Excel. All right, so no one else can see it because it's going another tab. But I did mm -hmm. just export, and I have my entire account available in Excel. And it's almost like this would be like an advertisement, but no, this is 100% organic, and we should probably stop. <laughs> oh, just a just a unintended chill there.
All right. Well, I think we beat the bots. I mean, good, yeah. Good, good. AFC Jazz, there you go. Congrats. That's a great um, point, Harry. But, but hey, if you, are, if you are legit, which I do think oh, you are, AFC Jazz, shoot us a DM. Let us know. I want to give you a congratulations. I yeah, believe he, you're real. He may not even know, right? He may just been like scrolling the marketplace latest listings or something and saw it. They can't be fat. Like you, I can't. I just can't imagine that someone's faster than the people here who are refreshing, refreshing, and like, yeah. Unless you've got the bot, I don't know. Okay, I'm counting this a win for OTM community. I'm thinking it's someone who's just not in chat, and uh, unless I hear otherwise, uh, we're sticking with a W. Put it in the win column. That makes us five and three against the bots. Go OTM. Do you have updates for us on the under on the underdog pick'em? Oh yeah, let's check out the. Let's do that. Let's check out the underdog pick'em. So this week, let me go ahead. I'll share my screen. We had our friend Mike on the show with us, and I'm going to go ahead and pull up some of these players in uh, on the OTM NFT site since you recommended that one, Justin. <laughs> So I got PJ oh, Washington. You might have to fire yourself if you don't. You've got John Collins. All right. So PJ Washington is now at a low ask of $149. Okay. Don't love that. Hey, so I'm we, slightly down on that. Can one. we pause real quick? Yes. I just got a DM from who else but our boy Mikey. Mikey hit you hit, hitting up the DMs? And he goes, I just want to let you know, I didn't go for your moment. I know it's a giveaway. Oh, all right. Okay, Mikey. Okay, Mikey. I wonder if like he had an algorithm that says like adds a flag. Like if own the moment (laughs) puts it up, do not go for it. All right. Okay. That's good. I appreciate that. Too funny. Too funny. Okay. How are we doing with these? All right. So PJ Washington down slightly. We're going to check out John Collins. So he's going at Bach, talk to me about John Collins. Like, why yeah. is he not getting it? Like, if he was on a, new, a major market, is it just because he's on Atlanta? Is it because Trey overshadows him? Yeah, like he's he's just the second or third best at everything on that team relative to someone else. And so he never is in the spotlight. He's not the best scorer, he's not the best rebounder with behind Capella. Like, he doesn't do anything special defensively. Every now and then I'll have a big game, but just not like a yeah he's a, he's a guy who scores i know he's he's a wake boy right so yeah. you got some love for him but uh you know, you know. his fourth year in the league he's still like put up solid numbers i think he's got like averaging 20 points a game and like still well-rounded player um yeah. i don't know yeah i think yeah, if he's not it. he's not just a guy but he's not uh i don't think you know he wants a max and i don't know who would pay it for him ah oh. Didn't Harrison Barnes like get a max a few years back in like a similar situation? I feel like. Well, yeah, somebody's gonna pay it. I just don't know who. It's oh, gonna be a good decision when it happens. I think that was the summer that Mike Conley got the hundred and seventy million or something, and like the salary cap situation where like just everyone got all paid. Yeah, Conley was the highest paid player in NBA history for a short period of time. That was a fun time. And, yeah, and there's your Ohio State. So uh, that's right. <laughs> All right, so John Collins is at 125. So Justin's got the slight edge right now. Jokic is in at 1,400 flat, so 
pretty much even, and Tobias Harris is at one hundred twenty dollars. So, so not a ton of movement oh. so far, except it's for only two days. PJ Washington being down a little, John Collins being up a little, but uh, hey, plenty, plenty of time left in the week here. Blackman, how do you feel about TJ's pick of PJ Washington? I appreciate you doing that for your boy, Mike. Uh, it was probably not a good pick when he's <laughs> been out since that time. Uh, so, no, should TJ have known that going into it, or is that like an after the fact? I mean, what is research, right? Yeah, it's okay. A week or two ago, gut feel. I almost picked Zach Levine like a week or two ago, but then I was like, eh, he's still hurt. It's yeah. okay. It was for the bit. For the bit. But oh, I, I did not know that he was injured either. <laughs> Oh, man. But, hey, got to respect Mike picking our boy Jokic, Bach. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't put that together, but I do appreciate that, you know, he returned the favor for you. <laughs> so both of you could throw the game and let Justin actually yeah. win. I need all the help I can get. If I'm going to earn this underdog championship belt, oh, my then, goodness. Like, I need to make sure I'm making my picks right. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm is, that, is, is that how this works? The winner of the, you, our OTM underdog pick'em gets the belt. Is that what we're playing for? I'm in for that. Do you think my wife would allow us to just hang this oh in her living room? <laughs> yeah, just the the shrine, the daily People fantasy see, shrine. Like, yeah, look at that doggy. That's that a, is pretty cool. That's a strong underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we need to get Very you in shiny. some of these uh, NBA playoff best ball drafts so we can all make fun of uh, when you make a really bad pick. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, when we were at Club Top, or right before Club Top Shot, when we were on with Jack and Pete, he was trying to get me to do like one of those playoffs with him, and I was like giving him like some strategy advice ahead of time. And then he got into players, and I was like, "Just make sure you get the strategy advice down." <laughs> Matt, Matt in the chat says, "Be careful. Your gut feel will cause you to have an ungodly <laughs> amount of Al Horford." We got to use data, and uh, there was some data behind the Al Horford, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it offset the Dwight Howard. Uh, the Al Horford one is always going to be a, a classic. I mean, for the thing sure. Is, he, what, well, I'm going to check his Hall of Fame. Oh, no. Do yeah. not, you're not going to try and tout Al Horford right now. You were about to, and then you're like, eh, maybe I can't do this. I, what, do you think he's over 30% Hall of Fame chance? No. He's not. He's 12%. But. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, zero, I guess. So you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, unlike when like the Dwight Howard play, he's literally a hundred percent Hall of Fame. Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this has gotten off the rails. Anything else, guys? We're coming up on an hour here. Any final thoughts for the people? No. Um, no, this has been fun. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, re- I'm going to end with, I'm really excited, though, for these this tournament challenge, the finals thing, because I think it's going to be a tease that they're going to use a lot more in the future. It's our first signs to legitimate utility of the moments, and it's once again back to like the ideas that we've always been talking about. I can actually benefit from having knowledge on a certain topic and not specifically me, but just people can you know use their thought process and say like, hey, I believe this is going to happen. And if you're correct, you can actually gain value from it. And uh, whether it's with players, whether it's with teams, this is a huge uh, in the right direction. And yes, TJ, talk horses. Oh what are we my doing goodness, Friday? we got sidetracked from Thank the horses. You. Okay. Also, can we talk about Brian real quick? 
Sure. Uh, Brian, good things. Oh, fantastic things. Okay. Um, we had a we had a little one on one session. We chatted through some things, and then pretty much directly after, he pulls the number seventy seven Luca. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So, like, if you have a little strategy session with me, you're probably going to then go pull the jersey for one of the best players in the league. I'm not saying. I'm just saying data. It's data. You're just teaching people how to pull jersey numbers. <laughs> the intangibles. Congrats. Yeah, that's awesome, Brian. Congrats, man. Awesome pull. Okay. Horses. But yeah, horses Friday. I mean, I think that we're still waiting on all the details and the timing and stuff, but there's going to be a Zed horse drop on Friday. I like kind of tried to participate in it the last time, but I didn't really know what I was doing. I think I have a better feel for it this time. If uh, you, you're going to get in the horse streets, Justin, you're is considering Evan still in here is Evan like our, you know, one of our like three big, like resident other NFT guys. I, don't know, I saw him oh, yeah. chat earlier. I'm sure um, they'll, they'll be talking about the horses, but I mean, really how, how it worked is that whenever they, whenever they start, they'll start with like the Z one horses. So the most expensive horses go first and they're like super expensive and then it works its way down. And I think like the mid range seems to be where there's Evan. Evan, you're going to have course, to give Evan's us the rundown. How we, uh, yeah, all about the horses. You're going to have to give us some coaching sessions. I just want to make sure that like, man, you keep going, keep going teach. No, I, I agree. Well, that, that's where I, I learned a lot of my stuff is just from the other NFTs channel in the discord. Evan's in there. Alex is in there. Jay Miner's in there. They're, they're always throwing so, some other folks as well, always throwing out some sharp takes. So, but I mean, I just want a how, horse. I think it's cool. How do people, if you're not in the Discord, how do people kind of sign up to get these horses? Like, is it is there like a FAQ? Is there like a rundown? Is it just I get a MetaMask and then I go yes. on Zed and I hope for the best? Yeah, so you go on Zed.run. You want to open up your account with your MetaMask wallet. So you got to have a MetaMask wallet loaded up with ETH. And then you want to, you can sign up with an email, but you don't want to do that. You want to sign up with your MetaMask wallet that will then allow you to access the Ethereum in your MetaMask wallet from the Z.run site. And then how the drop works is that they, they, the horses just like start to appear. It's not like a pack. It, it's different than Topshop. The horses would just start to appear and then you try and click on them. And yeah, the gas fees is something I don't know what the latest is on. I know that in the last drop, People that tried to get horses but failed would end up still paying the Ethereum gas fees, which they said was not going to happen again. So, uh, but I have not, I'm not the person to uh, know exactly where that stands. But, and I'll, I'll do some more research on the Zed stuff and touch on this in my, my recap podcast right. and, and talk maybe for morning, like five minutes about the end. Yeah. Okay. Put it out Friday morning. All right. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, and yeah, I know it's first come first serve. And is there anything that I should be looking for? Like, I know there's different coats, I think they're called. So you get, you know, your different color for your horse, which is different rarity. Um, obviously, the name, you want to make sure you get a name that you like. But I don't think you can actually tell really um, within the same class, which horse is going to be better than other horses. Yeah. I'm just speaking into oblivion. It's fine. I, I'm not expecting these questions to be really be answered. Yeah. Sergeant Studio and Producer Coop just told me this behind the scenes as well, that they moved to the Matic network to reduce gas fees. Yeah. So that's how they accomplished that. Thanks, right, Sergeant well, Sturgey. Uh, 
I'm still waiting on our uh, purple OTM horse. Uh, I don't know if Doofy uh, just kind of left us in the dust. Um, I know he's kind of blown up just, uh, but if anybody here is our uh, friends with Doofy, uh, shout out OTM. We'd still love to have our OTM purple horse. Um, I, I might, have to try to, might have to try to see if I can find our, our purple horse on Friday instead. Oh, I will definitely be gravitating towards the purple horses. You asked what their important characteristics are. Purple. That's that's right. what's important. Yeah. Box, if anybody, you're gonna try and get a horse. Yeah, I I think I have to just because yeah I don't want to be left out. I think a Z10 is like a hundred dollars. Maybe it's moved up a little now, but like, I'm not gonna lie. I had so much FOMO about the the ape profile picture thing. Like, really? Everyone got yeah. It really did. The, the apes are cool, but then Ooh. it only lasted for like twelve hours, and then people were were kind of over it. I'm but my probably, initial yeah. my initial feeling was of FOMO. I will be honest with with everyone on that. I think I'm probably going to upset a few people, but I believe that the so I think the apes did look cool, um, like from the drawing and stuff, and I, I thought that was cool. Uh, but I believe that the main momentum around the bored apes was that they were significantly cheaper and more available than the CryptoPunks. And the majority of people who didn't have CryptoPunks because you can't afford $50,000, $70,000 for a you know, CryptoPunk, which is completely reasonable, um, decided, hey, like I missed out on that. So I'm going to go hard into the apes. And this is just like Bitcoin. It's just like anything else where when people are investing money and bullish on something, and to a degree at Top Shot too, like they're going to then try to boost up and boost that ecosystem and put it as their profile and it's the coolest thing. And there's definitely a form of like a positive feedback loop. Um, like they love it and hence they invested and they invested and hence they love it and like so forth. Um, but I think, you know, like I, I'd rather have a Mebit than a Bored Ape. I think, I think the Bored Apes, I just don't think is going to have as much of a staying power Um well, the Mebits are still tied to kind of a first of a crypto punk, and the Mebits, like majority of them, are not going to be like they're losing value. I think there's still going to be a floor, and it's a loss. Um, but some of the you know top ten percent of those Mebits were, if you got the pigs, if you got the gators, um, Mike Levy got a Kevin Durant. I saw someone else bought a Lamelo, so like there were some cool play-ins there. And then once again, like if this you know metaverse actually you know picks off and like comes big you can take your Mebit and that can be your character inside there. The board Ape, I know they're doing like the board Ape Yacht Club and like there's going to be like a community aspect to it and maybe you can buy merch and such. Um, but it feels, I don't know, it's, it's an uphill battle. I'm not, I hope that they are successful. Um, I'm not, a, I don't have a CryptoPunk. I don't have a Mebit. I don't have a board Ape. Um, kind of just watching the side. Um, but I hope that they're all successful, but um, we'll see. And then the some other them, big, some of them do look so cool though. Like there are some really cool ones. Like yeah, no, they they, they, they definitely do look cool. Yeah, and they were. I mean, but oh, but then I was like, really gonna, yeah, Gary V. Is what, that what yeah, Gary V? Th that's what I was gonna ask about next because that was another thing we were talking about in Discord. Another yeah. big prod. I mean, I, I woke up today, and the first thing I did was look at my phone, and then saw that Gary V was on CNBC. Pulled that up, watched that. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I know, I know you have some thoughts on the Gary Vee project as well. Yeah, so first off, rundown of what the um, Gary Vee situation is. Um, I'm just reading right now, MeBits is just a cash grab. I mean, MeBits is Larva Labs trying to actually profit off something that they've made other people very wealthy. Um, they created the first 10,000 crypto punks and they made virtually nothing off of them. 
So they made 20,000 V-Bits. Obviously, they tied it to the CryptoPunk, so those 10,000 could get it for virtually free. Then they sold the others for 2.5 ETH. So uh, whoever wants to do the math, I think it's unlike they made $80 million, $70 million or something. Uh, yeah, they made a ton of money. But also, like the people who are getting them, there's value in them. And there's, you know, I think it was a positive EV decision if you bought um, V-Bits. Gary V. Uh, so people who don't know Gary V, Gary V has a few million uh, Twitter followers. He's basically been at the beginning of the collectibles of sports cards, and he has a huge kind of fan following. A lot of people have really looked to him for uh, advice in this space as I you know strategic thinking and such. Um, he uh, was probably a bit slow um, to at least publicly announce his alignment to the NFTs. Um, you know, Wade's had the whole thing of trying to like get Barry, Gary V into the top shed ecosystem. Uh, he's never really uh, vocally came out and said that he's aligned to or like bullish on any of the major uh, NFT projects. But behind the scenes, seems like he was kind of just building up for this release for his NFT project, which was released today. For the past month or two, he was kind of hyping it up through expectations, through showing these little squiggle characters that he would draw. Um, and so today was the big reveal. And uh, before it got revealed, the first thing you saw was that a lot of the kind of OG NFTs and bigger names were kind of saying like, hey, I had an inside look. It's really cool. It's fantastic. You got some kind of buddying up and stuff. Um, and then when we actually see what it is, I think it left a lot of people disappointed. Um, it ended up just it ended up being a form of unlockable NFTs that allows for his community um, or fans of him, supporters of him, people who want to be part of his community to get unlockable real life opportunities, such as attending an in-person conference, a one-on-one conversation with him, a mentorship with him, and a couple other things. Um, I personally think that for his community, it's fantastic. Um, he already has such a strong following. This is now bringing those people into the NFT space and helping them understand what the value of NFTs are. And it's also a way for them to better engage with someone that they really enjoy learning from, listening to, and probably gotten a ton of value out of, um, you know, in the past 5, 10, 20 years. Um, and so this is a way for them to further connect and kind of show their support of him and uh, being further in that community. Uh, I think the frustration from a lot of people is there's probably not many people who are going to join his community as a result. Uh, it seems like it's more for the people who were already supporters of him, already fans, already wanted to go to a conference that he puts on. Uh, they're going to be involved and they're probably going to be hyperactive and really enjoy it. For the majority of people who were like thinking this was going to be a groundbreaking NFT, he was going to really change the game, do something different. Um, that's where I think people are a bit more just kind of, uh, well, this was unfortunate because maybe I don't want to go to his conference. And if I don't want to go to his conference, the only NFT I'm getting is a squiggle that he wrote on paper and then artists, I think, kind of turned into a card or something. It feels a little light, um, but I think that's where, like, you got to realize, like, okay, what is his goal actually trying to be here? And I think his goal really is build that community, obviously find a way to profit off of it too, but also increase engagement and support. And uh, I think he did a great job there. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy that we're bringing a ton of new people into the world of NFTs and hopefully when they get their taste of this, They'll come to other stuff. Um, and uh, for anyone that like left a little frustrated, um, you maybe not, you, you probably weren't the target audience for that. And that's perfectly okay. Like it. Yeah. Going to be a lot of interesting new projects. I'm sure that that continue to come out. I didn't follow it too closely, but I know 
DCL blogger Maddie came out with a project this week as well that I was looking at a little bit. So there's there's a lot going on in the the other you know outside of Top Shot space as well. We didn't really plan on talking about all that, but I'm kind of <laughs> gl- I'm glad that we did that. Uh, the horses got us going, and then we realized there's yeah. also all these other things. And honestly, I'm I'm actually curious. Um, put in the comments after the show ends because we're going to end it pretty shortly, so we're not going to see the chat. But put in the comments afterwards. Like, is that interesting to you? Do you enjoy that? Like, do you want us to talk a little more about that? Because this is a space that we're kind of obviously not experts in, um, but we do know that there are some really strong experts in the community that we can kind of continue to learn from, and we can spend. You know, we're not going to be move away from a top shot uh, show anytime in the near future. Uh, but we're also happy to kind of add like a little of this kind of discussion uh, at the end of shows or something if people are interested. Yep. Yeah, definitely let us know and uh, we can adjust accordingly. So, all right, guys, I think that does it. Bach, any final words for the people? No, it's uh, getting close to playoffs. We're getting close to seeding lock. It's uh, an exciting time. And I know we're all hopeful. We'll start to see some marketing around playoffs, get lots of eyeballs on top shots. So, about uh, about a two weeks out now. Awesome. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with the weekly recap podcast. I'll talk some horses there because I'll be trying to get a horse myself on Friday, and uh, we'll we'll touch on anything that happens between now and then. So, on behalf of Justin, on behalf of Bach, and on behalf of producer Coop behind the scenes, I am TJ Lasig, and we will see you guys next time.